see how much you both have grown. It's almost like your sisters now. Wow, I guess you pretty much are. And it's still here six o'clock. It's super exciting. It's a really special joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio FM and SF. We have guest hosts tonight. We have guest host and guest board up, and they're going to be coming in right now. That'll be exciting. Uh, we've got Dakota Price and Mark Neuer going to be holding down the fort today. It's joke workshop. So, people, we do four-minute sets at three minutes. You'll hear a horn, and that means that you'll wrap it up. But in the middle, we have comments again. So it's like the old joke workshop again. So in the middle, 11 through 15, people will do four minutes, and then they'll hear the horn. And then there'll be four minutes of comments, and there's microphones strewn about the room. There's one in the back. There's one over here. Um, two over here. There's a f so um, when you do give comments, just make sure you give them into a microphone because it's also a radio show. Um, all right. Hey, everybody, clap your hands for your guest people, everybody. Dakota Price and Mark Neuer. Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, make it loud for yourselves. Yes. Oh my God, thank you for being here. I'm not gonna take up too much time off the top, even though I can, because no one's here yet. So, I mean, you know what I mean? We're uh, blessed to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you all for coming. Even though you saw that I was hosting, you were like, you know what, we're gonna tough it out. We're gonna go. It's gonna be mean and scary. And oh no. But oh, we're gonna go, we need the stage time. Um, I have had, uh, like, uh, I have come so much uh, in the last four days. I've, I've really, I've come a lot. I've had a lot, I've come a lot. I've came a long way. And that's a lot. That was a lot of come. And I'm, at this point, I'm just shooting out air. I'm not even shooting out come anymore. Uh, the last time that this lady and I, we had sex, Last three days, it's been crazy. Last four days now, three days, weekend. What day is it? I came and it just looked like she instantly got pregnant. It was like crazy. It was just air. I'm, I, I, I'm, I, I could fill up a car tire to 40 psi at this point. You have a bike that is. I was thinking, like, if I could, if I could still now take a breath real quick with me, just if I could still own women, um, <laughs> could I take this girl with me on the airplane as my carry-on? Right? Could I? Right? Or do I have to like check her like an animal? Like, how does that work? Because I can stuff things inside of her and t carry her on <laughs> my back or something, right? Like, it's just a thought. I was just thinking, you know what I mean? Because I like her a lot, you know what I mean? I was talking about moving to Texas, and she was like, well, maybe I'll move to Texas. I'm like, you should. And she's like, no. And I was like, I'll just kidnap you. <laughs> I like her a lot, <laughs> you know? Um, I've been working out. Working out a lot. I, could, I know you can see the results of working out a lot. And uh, I started doing these uh, these pull-ups, 
And uh, well, I, I've been trying to do these pull-ups. I haven't been doing them, but I've been but thinking about doing these pull-ups. Try to do a pull-up, and then I shit my pants, which is it's really good because that means something's happening. Something's happening. That makes it good. It's a good thing. I've been working on the, the sit-ups because I have this, uh, this fear, and uh, every time I get high, I shouldn't get high, but I keep getting high because I have a problem. Uh, every time I get high, I, I sit there and I start tripping out because I'm like, if I was on the side of a building and I was like, on this like, you have to hold on for dear life, I would hold on for dear one, uh, one second. One second, dear. That's how long I would hold on. And then I would fall to my death. And, just, <coughs> and then I would die, right? Because if, like if, I, if I tried to hold on to the side of it, my, my el- they would just break. It would just break. And then I'd be dead. And it would be over and I'd be dead. It'd be over. I'm hanging off at the side of the building and someone's going to come. Mark, I'll get you. No, you're not. You're not going to. We're, we're both going to die. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Thank you. Uh, your first comic of the night is the, uh, the best comic in the whole world. Uh, she runs a Mutiny Radio. She's an amazing person. I love her to death. Make it very, very loud. Go big for Pam Benjamin. Keep clapping for your host, Mark Neuer. Yes. Love Mark Neuer. Don't die. Come to Jesus, Mark. You need, you need some help. Look deep into the eyes of Sparkle Jesus and tell him all of your woes. It will be okay. Tell him your favorite Bible verse. You have a favorite Bible verse? No? Anybody? The one on Pulp Fiction? Although I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it shall not. Yeah, no. And I will strike down with furious. Yes, vengeance and anger. Right, Royale with cheese. That's how that. That's how that Bible verse ends. Uh, my <laughs> my favorite Bible verse is actually actually Leviticus twenty twelve, which if you sleep with your father in law, you should both be stoned. I love to be stoned. Hey, also my ex father in law looked a lot like Barack Obama. It's fucking sexy, man. You know, Barack, I really miss him. Um, not for his policies, not for anything that he did. He was just sexy. He was a really good-looking president. He gave me hope. You know, it was amazing. Yeah, you know, I was going to have to change my panties. It was, <laughs> it was a thing. He was a hot dude. And people blamed him for all kinds of shit. They blamed him for, like, global warming and porcupines or something and your smelly dick. I'm like, this has nothing to do with Barack. Can't blame him for being sexy. All right. I just want to talk more about Jesus. Is that okay? Does, yeah. does anybody know? I mean, because I feel like the whore of Sodom and Gomorrah sometimes, but then no one even knows what that reference means. So <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah were cities that were sulfur and fire. Um, so I haven't talked about this, and I want to. It's my, f- it's my least favorite story in the Bible, only because I can't figure it out. Like most things in the Bible, you can look at them and you can say, well, contextually, this is what that meant and everything else. There was a guy named Lot. 
And everyone's famous. It's his wife is kind of famous because she turned back and turned into a pillar of salt because she looked back when Sodom and Gomorrah were being destroyed by fire. But they were like having cool butt sex and having good times over there, drinking and partying. And God was like, no. And he sent two angels, and then they were supposed to get him out. And the, the guys in the town wanted to rape the angels. And Lot was like, come on in. He's like, take my virgin daughters. So he sends his daughters out to the crowd to be <laughs> raped. And then, and then they destroy the city, and the daughters are leaving, and the wife looks back, turns into a pillar of salt. Now they're, now they're up in the caves. The cities are destroyed. They're up in these caves. They think they're the only people left in the whole world, Lot two daughters. So his daughters get him drunk and fuck him to have babies to continue the Jewish people. This is a story in the Bible. What is the purpose of this story? Why? Why is it there? Why haven't we taken it out? Why does that one stay? Like there's, they rape the daughters to save the angels and the, what the fuck? And then, the, so I've asked multiple religious people, like what the fuck is this about? And they just answer, I'm like, what, what do you think it's about? And I'm like, <laughs> you're gaslighting me. <laughs> That's like God gaslighting you. That's what, okay. I just wanted to talk about that story. Uh, I used to do this thing when I was little called Bible delving. I don't know if anybody knows about it. It's when you go out into the forest where Jesus does all his magic and um, you sit down on a stump and you have your Bible and you close your eyes and you pray. And you say, dear Jesus, show me what you need me to know. Show me what you need me to see. And then you open up the book and run your finger down and open your eyes. And mine were always about sodomy. <laughs> like I, could, I couldn't get out of Leviticus. Right? Okay. Um, I'm pretty much done, but I'm going to show you guys. I'm going to give you a sneak peek. I have like five outfits tonight. For, um, I have like five different outfits. This is the most tame, too. But so I'm going to, I'm not going to wear the bunny thing. But so this is, wait, wait till you see. Anyway, look at skin. Look, it's like this leather pasties. Leather pasties Jeez. with the thing. And I've got the, but this will be underneath. And I'm not going to wear this. It's different. I have a different, um, a different, uh, it's a black mesh thing. And I'm going to be like, and that's just one of the outfits. One of them, I'm going to come out with a cheerleading skirt and then a sweater over it, but then nothing underneath it, just like the sweater, but it's like a cardigan, like an oversized cardigan. I have like, I have like five costumes. I'm not kidding, because I'm the host. So I'm going to come up and do a set, and then between everybody's sets, I'm going to have a different costume. Until at the very, very end, I'm just going to walk out in these tiny pink panties with, like, nothing else on. And I'm just going to be like, all right, that's a fucking show. Like, and I didn't even pluck my nipple hairs. So this is going to be, <laughs> right? Okay. Thank you for giving me time, guys. Have fun. Ladies and gentlemen, make it loud for Pam Benjamin. Up next, coming to the stage. Dom Sims. Excuse me. All right, yeah, I kind of want to go see that. Sounds like a good fucking show. Yeah, entertainment, thoughts, and provoking. Yay. All right, so I saw a joke today on the internet before I got here. Uh, it said, uh, when I get naked in the bathroom, the shower gets turned on. Kind of funny, yeah, right? <laughs> a little funny. All right, so I have a joke that I'm going to read off right now. I'm working on this, obviously. So I used to watch Soul Train in Amazement, and it was the first time uh, seeing moves with that much uh, force balanced beautifully with an equal amount of grace. It was spiritual, like watching ancient rituals, uh, and it could be why people in the past believed in voodoo. 
when the witch doctor's cursing someone, their fellow Bushmen's behind them going, flipping everywhere, the same way that gymnasts do four exercises. Legend goes that's how the first hype man slash background dancer was born. But Soul Train was hip. Uh, the audience... Had, the audience had fashion and were literally kung fu fighting with dragon style. It looked like everyone was on cocaine. Even on slow songs, heat waves singing their ass off, performing always and forever. Everyone's vibing, but the few couples pop-locking extra hard in the back, looking like Max from the Where the Wild Things Are. Uh, if a song was a mega hit, Hall of Fame host Don Cornelius knew it was about to be a Jackie Chan action scene in the studio. He gave himself some time to slide out of frame before having a chance to be kicked by somebody's platform. He was, he's a Korean War veteran from Chicago South Side, and uh, so you kick him, you know, it might be super PTSD that might kick in. Um, see. Uh, and you go from TV persona of where you wish it was peace, love, oh, I'm fucking this up, fuck this. So I got another joke. It's too hard to read off this crap. All right, so, um, you know, uh, women, there's a lot of women these days still give guys far too much credit. Uh, you know, average guys, you know, put on pedestals, you know, and you're giving us, you know, you're reaching out, extending far too much credit to us, and you're setting yourselves up for disappointment, ladies, uh, because the sad truth is we're as dumb as dogs, and I might not be giving dogs enough credit. Yeah. Uh, well, we're not as much as dumb than we are as simple. You know, if it wasn't for pussy, nothing would get accomplished, like at all, ever. Yeah, uh, you know, a furnished apartment to a guy is one television, one a television set, one towel, and something equivalent to a mattress, which could also be the towel. Um, and then if you ask the average guy what he's thinking, the common average answer is gonna be, guys, come on. Nothing. nothing, nothing, absolutely, yeah. And, uh, you know, it was written in the Bible, you know, and man said, huh, what? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that's the truth. Uh, so next time your guy gives you a simple retarded answer, uh, remember this, ladies, and believe that average shit that just came out of his mouth. Because, <laughs> again, you're putting us on far too high a pedestal, you know. Um, all right, well, I fucked the first part up, but uh, I think I had a good time. Thank you, everybody. Make it up for Dom Sins, ladies and gentlemen. Making his way to the stage, my goodness, Jared Senna. What's up, guys? I recently uh, just got a car. Yeah, uh, happy about it because it's paid in full by my dad. Uh, I'm really happy that he paid for the car and the damages I caused to it on the first day I, I, of owning it. Um, he didn't mind though, he just told me that I have to pay him back, not just for the damages on the car, but also the front door that I ran over. All right, that one sucked, let's go. What's up man, how you doing? What's up? All right. Um, People like to say comedy is art, but I don't like to I don't like to call myself an artist because it sounds really douchey. It just sounds like you're trying to make yourself sound sophisticated. You know? Like and also, like a lot of people have been calling themselves artists, but like art is such a general term that literally anyone can claim to be an artist. Like for instance, I have this coworker 
He calls himself an artist, but if you ask him what his art form is, he'll tell you accounting. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, like I, I'm sorry. Like accounting is a hard job. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, I've never been like moved to tears by like someone doing my tax breaks before. You know, I've never been inspired by that. Yes. Shut the fuck up. Oh. <laughs> Is that too mean? Okay. All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right. Just working through stuff. Just working through stuff. Um, can I be vulnerable with you guys? I recently just put my finger in my ass. <laughs> you know, I overheard that from a female friend that that's where the male G-spot was. I told her, I'd never do that shit. I'm straight. That's not for me. Uh, as soon as I got home, that was the first thing I did. I wanted, I wanted to know if it really was there, you know, the G-spot. And I got to say, I hated that experience. Um, it was really unpleasant. Uh, be because the moment my finger was in my ass, I knew then and there that I was absolutely going to do it again. <laughs> I just opened a can of worms, dude. <laughs> All right? <laughs> you know, the way I can describe the male G-spot, it's like a nerve. It's comparable to the nerve in your kneecap, but instead of reflexing of you, like making you kick your leg in the air, it just reflexively makes you question everything about yourself. Like, am I bi? Am I a straight bottom? How long has that been there? So uh, to compensate for that, uh, I've been trying to be overly masculine. I've been trying to become a car guy, you know, detailing my car, you know, going out of my way, making car edits, driving more, but every time I I drive by a speed bump. I'm just reminded of that experience. How are you guys doing? Sit down. All right, more white folk in this in this bitch. Let's go. All right, I'm just gonna end you guys with this. Started doing comedy because uh, I actually got uh, I was dealing with I was actually very heartbroken. Uh, there was someone I was in love with. Uh, she didn't like me back. She ended up getting a, a new boyfriend. Uh, the way she told me that was rough. Like I. Just got two tickets to the new Super Nintendo World, and and I asked her if she wanted to go, and she told me I would love to go with my new boyfriend. Yeah, it does suck. It did, it felt devastating at that time. Really inconsiderate too, because if there's anything I know about my brother, it's that he hates theme parks. Uh, uh, Sick. Uh, All right, uh, give it up uh, for Mark Neuer. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that was Jared Sinna making her way to the stage. The best in the business, ladies and gentlemen. You are in for a fucking treat. Lauren Kraut. Hello. Hey. I got some, you probably heard some of these, but they're new, so I'm going to try them out. People say he's just a worthless piece of shit. But is anyone ever a worthwhile piece of shit? I mean, 
You, okay. <laughs> the colors of weird. It could be possible, right? That new guy we hired in HR, he's as meaningful as they come. Like, he's a real worthwhile piece of shit. <laughs> I bet, keep your eye on him, because I bet by Christmas he'll be head of that, his worthwhile sh piece of shit ass will be head of the department. But I'm fine. Thank you. There's Thomas Wolfe and Michael J. Fox, but you never hear a word about Gordon Gorilla or Edith Tarantula. There's Dane Cook, Karen Carpenter, and Robert Taylor, but where is Peter Proctologist? And Johnny Pimp. <laughs> and why isn't Margaret Pole Dancer ever in the news? She's got to be doing something right. <laughs> the ending on that one. <laughs> Even if you do. Why does the weather app differentiate between partly cloudy and mostly cloudy? They even have it. No, it's not like that kind of a question. <laughs> not, not this time, so. Um, they even have a different cloud symbol for partly and mostly. But what the hell? They're both cloudy. You can't see shit with partly or mostly. You can't see shit. I think you're just making work for yourself, Mr. Weatherman. You're just trying to look busy in case Jesus comes back. I know, I've got your number. And another thing, what does partly sunny look like? Is it sunny on just one side of the street? Because that's fucked up, partly sunny. Do you think cats ever wonder why they don't think of sex anymore after they've been fixed? Like, Mabel, I used to be hot and heavy for sex, and for you, you were wonderful. Yeah, I know, Dave. But now, after that last visit to the vet, I just don't anymore. Maybe Sage. Fuck you, Mabel. All right, we're working. We'll get out of here. Um, hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams are good things to have, don't you think? <laughs> I think so. Because if you didn't have something to hope for, to ascend to, you'd, we'd be a sorry lot indeed. Like, I was hoping for a punchline right about now. And I gotta tell you, that sustained me in my darkest hour. Which is continuing, because this is a terrible set. All right, thanks very much. <laughs> Keep it going. One of my best friends, Ernest Evangelista. Hey guys, how you guys doing? Yeah, Ernest. Cool. Do you guys know there's a pumpkin spice latte right here? 
If I was a Spice Girl, my name would be Pumpkin Spice. Pumpkin Spice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you guys sound very disappointed in life right now. Did you guys do your New Year's resolutions? No? You guys should commit more. You know, uh, my New Year's resolution was to uh, speak more clearly, guys. Because, you know, I talk retarded because I had a stroke. And, uh, <laughs> ever guys wonder why I smile like this? Because of the stroke. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I was to, because the reason why, because, uh, you know, Jared was talking about sexy time, right? <laughs> sexy yeah, anal right. things, you know? Sodom and Gomorrah, whatever. Um, and then I was like, hey, babe. I was hearing all this ass eating, you know? I was like, hey, babe, could you eat my ass? And she heard, stick a finger in my ass. And she did. And that shit hurt. Like, that shit really did hurt. I was like, ah, you're raping me. Uh, uh-huh. And then, yeah, I learned a lot that day. Mainly because, like, Mark, I talked to this Mark. We were on the phone. I was like, hey, Mark, my girl just finger raped me. Uh, and he was like, oh, you're supposed to spit on it. And then, okay. And then, oh, whatever. Whatever, guys. You guys don't like talking about sexy things. Do you guys ever did the penguin before? Like, penguin style? You know what penguin style is? Yeah. Is when you just, like, lay on your butt. And you just go like this. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you guys. Um, <laughs> school shooting, guys. Let's turn school shooting positive, right? All these kids shooting up the school. Let's make a team. Because like, there's like a there's like a racket, there's like tennis and stuff. Why don't we get all those best school shooters together and shoot up the other school school shooter? You know. They could be both Mexican, have a Mexican school shooter standoff. Olderly <laughs> Holmes. Okay. Um, but yeah, positive <laughs> school shooting. Mm hmm. You guys, you guys have weird fantasies? Like, you know, like teachers. And like student fantasies, that sounds so horrible. Never mind. Cause like I was trying to pitch this to my girl, sort of. She used to work with special needs students, you know. I could be the cute special needs boy in the class, you know. <laughs> and she was like teaching me how to finger paint. I was like, I'm gonna finger paint that pussy, and then I drool on it, and then. Then I go down syndrome on her. Okay, uh, uh that's how that's how they that's the sound they make when they orgasm. Okay, let's go guys. I'm gonna leave. Um But yeah, man, thanks for teaching me the the spit trick, Mark. Alright guys, give it up for your host, Mark. Woo! Hey. 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 Hey.
Up next, the one and only Brady Pearson. This golf clap shit, is this working? Is this the right one? Okay, you can hear me. Okay, cute. Hi, kids. How are we all doing? It is um, joke workshop, so I want to try something new tonight. Who struggled to live here in San Francisco? Right? How we struggled? What have you done to live here? Have you? You? No, be like, what, is some, <laughs> what, what kind of things we've done? Every, yeah, no, he's like, oh my God. What? You sold your blood and your cunt. Cunt. Come. I'm sorry, you're a cunt. Okay. I just wanted to, like, I mean, one of the things that I had to do was, like, it's not, I'm not sure if this is going to work, but I was going to try, like, so I was going to do something. I was, my biography is going to be called Adventures of a Middle Aged Stripper, right? Anyone else had to strip to survive? Anyone? No, no. Yes. Okay. Very close, maybe, right? So here I am. I'm in San Francisco. I'm trying desperately to stay here. It's like 2009, right? And I'm beautiful. I'm like 39. Can you imagine this gorgeous body going? And they actually did. But what they didn't tell you when you win the competition is that you now become a hooker. That blew me away. I didn't know, like, so you win this whole competition. I go up. I'm cute. I'm wearing a jockstrap. I do the whole thing, the whole scenario, scenario, right? I'm like, I'm all cute. I do it. I win. This, you know, I'm doing the helicopter. Do you know what the helicopter is? Anybody? Okay, so I'm doing the helicopter, and I somehow I win. Cuter than all these other guys. What I didn't know is that it was also competition for, like, everything. Like, all these guys were, like, coming to me, like, hmm. I was too old to be there, like this young dog stuff, and I just didn't, I wasn't really quite prepared to all of that. What I thought I was be, would be doing would be like, just being out there being cute. I didn't know like that I have to actually be out there hooking. Well, maybe this is not the best set. So let me try it. Let me turn the stage around a bit. All right. So, mm, yeah. Oh, gosh. This new jerk, this new jerk workshop. Me, the jerk workshop. Um, let me try one more thing. Thank you for thank you for staying with me, Lauren. Thank you for keeping me in pocket. Um, let me just end this with my with my little song called Laundry. Which is fine. I do something. Gentlemen, just so you know, you can if you're listening, never try to do something off the cuff that you just thought of. It won't work for you in the end. Here's my another minute. I'm ready. It's really great, right? Yeah, crickets. Now she's going to die. You know what? Fuck that. I'm just going to go with what I like to do, and I'm just going to sing one more song for you. About the boys' camp that never was, but could have been, that will desperately save this set. In Lake Put It In Me, Wisconsin. And it goes a little something like this Oh, I love you, put it in me. Put it in me every day. I love you, put it in me. Put it in me all the way on your shores. Put it in me. 
I am yours. Please forgive me. But it's in me every day. Thank you, guys, and thanks for bearing with me. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Make it loud for Brady Pearson. My goodness gracious. Yes, thank God and God bless. Make it loud for him one more time. No, do it, God damn it. We're all going to be waiting in the rain. That's my grandma's favorite comedian. <laughs> my grandma loves Brady. I do too. No, you're amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, up next, the one and only Siobhan Nadon. Laugh, God damn it. Hello. Is this the mic? It's working? How y'all doing? Uh, <clears throat> I got some jokes I want to work on. This is an old joke that I got uh, a chance to add some shit on. I got an uncle. He's a crackhead. He's a proud crackhead. You know, he'd be proud of me talking about him. But uh, I guess this is a... Cl um, a crackhead logic. He's a closet homosexual. That got quiet. Right? Don't you think that's a like a crackhead logic? I could be a proud crackhead, but I'm going to hide my sexuality. But here's the thing, man. <laughs> he has told us stories about how he had to do sexual favors for drugs. He's like, Siobhan, do you know I had to suck dick for crack? We were all confused because he's always had money. <laughs> You're like, bro, why'd you do that? You really didn't have to do that, man. And who are these drug dealers? Just handing out drugs for blowjobs. You can't re-up with blowjobs. Hey, dog, you're $120 short. Sorry. Guess I had to suck some dick. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was the one. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, I was uh, walking this morning, and I saw this homeless guy holding up a sign saying, uh, need money for a sex change. And I couldn't help but think of uh, the TV show, Pimp My Ride. You guys remember that show? But instead of uh, uh, exhibit <coughs> pimping rides, he'd be coming up to homeless guys and be like, hey, my name is Exhibit, and I'm here to pimp your gender. Anyway, great TV show, guys. <laughs> to watch it. Hey, do you think spiders get uh, offended by arachnophobiacs? Never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Like, why do we criticize homophobes, right? Like, homophobics? I think that's the only phobia that we criticize somebody for having, right? Like, if somebody let loose a bunch of spiders and I start tripping, do you think the spiders would get offended? Guess not. Yo, I'm high as fuck. <laughs> uh, I usually don't uh, talk like this. I talk like this. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what do I want to talk about? You know, when I moved here from Amer uh, Fiji, when I moved to America, I told the kids and the teachers how cool it was that y'all celebrated a holiday after a movie. 
you know, because uh, I thought Will Smith was a natural hero. For those who don't get it, that's uh, Independence Day I'm talking about. Right. Uh, what else we want to talk about? Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, I went on a date the other day. Celebrated by going home and masturbating. No, it was it went really well, guys. You know, because usually uh, my relation starts with the physical stuff. You know, I don't really get to know the girl. It's just physical shit. So I, th I felt like this date went really well. You know, we got to know each other. Because usually when we're just fucking, like we don't really know about nothing. You know, it's like Siobhan, tell me about some. You know, tell me something about yourself. I'm like, bitch, I'm about to come. That's been my time, y'all. Yes, keep it going for Siobhan, ladies and gentlemen. Up next, Johnny Knudsen. that skin is an organ People know this seems like everyone fucking knows this and I'm like the last one to figure this out I don't buy it for a second I don't think skin's an organ you know what I mean I mean how can it be an organ you know it's the one organ you can see I guess outside of your eyes but I think it I don't know like can you imagine if like a heart a liver and a gallbladder were like having a few beers you know be a very weird sight to see. Some skin walks in, is like, "What's up, fellas? Uh, I would like to partake in this conversation, considering that I am also an organ." He'd be like, "Get the hell out of your skinny insiders only." I mean, fucking saggy. He'd be like, uh, "No, I'm cool. I'm cool. I swear. I swear, I'm a fucking organ." You know? He'd be like, "Why are you sweating so much, man?" He's like, no, really, I just want to know what the fuck the gallbladder is doing talking to the heart and the liver. You know what I mean? It's like a C-tier organ talking to the big shots here. I don't like it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think skin's been on my mind, you know? Been thinking about skin. On, well, really, it's been on top of my mind. And uh, on the sides, on the front, sort of a 360 degrees skin wrap around my thoughts. I'm saying I can't think without skin just being on top of me. I don't know. I get distracted all the time, you know. I get distracted like when I'm distracted. Like I'll I'll be trying to do work and then all of a sudden I'm like reading every comment ever made by username Chimichanga42069. Like this guy knows what he's talking about. You know what I mean? But then like all of a sudden I'm on the subreddit for skin. You know what I mean? You guys know that there's like a Wikipedia for skin? This is crazy to me. There's an entire Wikipedia page dedicated to skin. <laughs> Pretty weird. You know, the first sentence of the Wikipedia for skin says, skin is a really weird word. You know? I guess that's like anything that you say it enough, it sounds like nonsense. You know, skin, 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 skin. It'd be weird if someone walked past, saw a bald guy chanting that. 
that the hell is going on in there, you know? I don't know. You guys ever think about how, like, the noun, skin, this weird object, I don't know if skin's an object, this thing is very different from the verb to skin? It's like the most malicious conjugation out there, <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, I, where did I lose you guys? Did I lose <laughs> you guys with, uh, you guys are acting like you don't have any skin right now. Uh, people always ask me if I have an accent, you know? I'm like, no, I think I'm just dumb. <laughs> what I sound like. <laughs> Seriously, people ask me all the time, do you have an accent? I go, no. They go, that's not right. <laughs> Definitely have an accent. I don't know. Um... Yeah, I really want to talk about skin the whole time, but uh, <laughs> just fuck that up. <laughs> but I'm going to peace out. Thanks, everyone. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, keep it going for Johnny. Up next, the one and only, she's Muni Radio's, uh, what is the, the director of uh, finance or something? No, she's the creative director of Mutiny Radio. Make it loud for Emily Rudolph, ladies and gentlemen. I really like Dakota's screams tonight. They're setting the mood. Hi, everyone. Um, I have some stuff that's kind of new and some stuff that's brand new. So uh, let's talk about um, dating as a tall woman because I see another tall woman walk in. So dating as a, as a tall lady is, is hard. Uh, it has its disadvantages unless you're a supermodel. And um, I, I've been thinking about this lately. And I remember one time in college I was at this party, right? I decided to make a move on this guy uh, that I'd been cyber-stalking for a while. And um, I, when he rejected me, not, not if, when he rejected me, my drunk brain decided to yell, why? Um, to which he responded, you're too tall. And that's a, a sad, true story. But being a tall woman also has some advantages, uh, like I can shop for shoes in the men's section. Don't look at my feet. Um, <laughs> men can't look down my shirt, and there is a 95% chance I'm taller than any potential attacker. Um, I'm also just, like, slightly too tall to make eye contact during a blowjob. I have to, like, like really get under it. Um, <laughs> so this is the new thing that I, I want to see how this goes over with you guys. When I was growing up, uh, there was this strip club called Band-Aids in my hometown. They called it Band-Aids because they would wear Band-Aids over their vaginas and um, the Band-Aids were scratch and sniff. No. Um, <laughs> what's crazy though, right, is like how many, <laughs> thank you. What's crazy, right, is like how many awful business names would kill it as a strip club, right? Um, so like here's a few names that I think were, were missed opportunities. Um, Rod works, that's self-explanatory. Rug works, that one is for the ladies. Hot ramen, hot raw men, that one is for Brady, who I don't know if he's still in here, but <laughs> pump it up, anal tech, masturbate and tackle, and my personal favorite, long wongs. Uh, I rode past Long Wongs for 16 years as a kid, thinking that it was a flamboyant gay club for Asian men. Um, the building's pink and everything. So uh, my 16th birthday was a real letdown. Uh, <laughs> um, 
a little bit more about me. I uh, I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, me and my sisters were all given our first vibrator by my grandmother. Uh, when she gave me mine, she actually pulled it out of the pantry because that's where she keeps her snacks. Um, I got nothing on that one from you guys. I chose that because I thought it would be better for you. Okay. That's definitely not done. Tell me later what you think about it. Um, so now that I'm in the Bay Area, I have had to get used to dating uh, California guys, right? Like I said, I'm from Arizona. I didn't realize how different it is. Um, my boyfriend drives an old Toyota Corolla that we fondly call the Corolla virus. Um, <laughs> it has no power steering. So if I have to parallel park or make a U-turn, I have to sit there for three minutes just like, you know, heaving the wheel. Um, so he called me recently before a 500-mile road trip to tell me two things. One, uh, during the oil change, he calls and tells me that he bought an air filter for the trip and also that he turned down a tire rotation and power steering fluid because why would we need it? So dating in California is really teaching me about my masculinity. Um, that's all I have tonight. Thanks, guys. Keep it going, ladies and gentlemen, for Emily Rudolph. Up next, all the way from Sacramento, my good one. Made the big trip out here. The one and only, the legend from Sacramento, Joe Conio. Siobhan got me thinking about my uncle. <laughs> I had a funny uncle. Funny, not like, you know, groping you kind of funky, funny uncle. He told jokes, he told jokes, and he told me my first joke. I couldn't believe it. I was like three or four years old. Told me a joke, made me practice it, and it was the first time adults ever listened to me, paid attention to me. I thought they were magic. Jokes are magic. So I started collecting jokes all my life, and trading jokes, and writing down jokes, and collecting jokes, the whole thing. But I had old jokes. I had these old jokes. You know, like old jokes like two guys walk in a bar, or a lady buys a parrot, you know, those kind of jokes, or a man goes to the doctor. Men don't go to the doctor. What are you talking about? What are they going to do? Look at a map? Ask for directions? Old jokes, old jokes. So I asked my uncle, well, he always had fresh jokes, like where did he get these jokes? I said, where do jokes come from, Uncle Jimmy? He said, jokes come from prison. Because they got nothing to do in there, they just sit around, tell jokes, and write them down and smuggle them out. So you can imagine how excited I was when I got busted for growing 156 marijuana plants in New Hampshire in 1972, I found out I was going to jail. I was going to joke college. I was going to funny school. So I get in there. I prepped. I prepped for this. I sharpened my pencils and stuff, and I took, wrote down all my best jokes and put them in a condom. You didn't think I was going to raw dog my own ass with my dirty jokes, did you? Put them in a condom like a regular person. So I get out in there looking around for the joke telling circle. Nobody's telling jokes. I'm looking, maybe there's a secret underground joke telling school. So we I couldn't find anybody. I'm telling jokes, putting out a little bait, 
hoping to get some interest. Nobody's telling, nobody's writing jokes. So I had to pass my time like you guys passed your time when you were in jail. Oh, you guys tripped on acid and smoked a bunch of dope, ate speed pills just like you guys did. But tell me, didn't those speed pills taste like ass? They're bad. They taste bad. They taste bad. Smuggled, Smuggled in some LSD. Not in my ass. I smuggled it in like a civilized person. LSD is small. You can put it under a stamp and a letter. A buddy was sending me a bunch of acid. Buddy brought me a pack of Marlboros. Told him to fill it up with dope and leave it with my name on it on a visiting day. Got that, and I got back to my cell, opened it up. I was pissed off. It wasn't full of bud. It was full of joints. Everybody knows you can't smoke joints in jail. Shit floats around too much. You got to take it one one hit at a time. You get jumped. You let some smoke go free. People will jump you for your weed. We had to build a bong and take one toke at a time and blow it out through the toilet. Just like civilized people. Spent all day playing with a toilet. Anyway... Found out, figured out, reason there was no jokes in there is because I wasn't in prison. I was in jail. That's like middle school for learning about life. Never got sent to a fed prison. I used to do a lot of stuff. I could have got sent to prison. Never did that. But still, I had to write my own jokes. My jokes are prison quality. They smell like ass. Hey, uh, I'm Joe Conyu from Sacramento. Thanks for letting me up here tonight. Joe Conyu, ladies and gentlemen, my goodness. Sorry for fucking I, up your last I name. I also spent some time in jail. Did you? Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Sacramento. Whoa! Amy Thompson! I thought that was orange juice. I was going to ask who was doing Molly. Um, ah, I would procreate. Do we procreate here? People procreated? No. Yeah. Oh, we've got some off parents. Nice. I, um, I don't have kids, but I like kids. But I don't want kids because I was a teacher. Um, and kids, like kids are funny. Kids have rhyme. Kids got no reason. And they're always mysteriously sticky, especially the Catholic boys. And uh, not the girls. Um, <laughs> I uh, also have found that if you leave enough kids in a room for long enough, you'll never get the smell of fruit snacks and ass out of the room. They'll be washing out. It's like you smoke, like smoking in the room. Um, mm. So <laughs> speaking of snacks, uh, I love snacks, but nothing ruins a snack like healthy. Um, growing up, I had to like, to subsist off healthy bullshit, like carrot sticks. I came up from a good household. We just had, like, protein bars. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, and, like, unsalted almonds. Saddest snack of the whole world, an unsalted nut. Doesn't taste like a snack. Tastes like uh, desperate sustenance. Doesn't taste like watching a movie with your friends. Tastes like um, foraging in the forest. Tastes like having to pitch a tent. Tastes like what I imagine Bear Grylls pairs with his pee. Unsalted nut, saddest snack in the whole world. But not the loneliness, not the loneliest. Loneliest, you could still share unsalted nuts with a friend. 
Um, loneliest snack in the whole world is yogurt. That's why they put it in individual cups. There's no couples yogurt. Um, like you don't know loneliness till you've eaten yogurt alone in your bed. <laughs> I put a lot of work into my outfit today. Spent a lot of money on makeup and moisturizer. So I, you, you might want to assume I get laid. I don't. I don't get laid. If you've ever seen yogurt di uh, dried on sheets, you would know. It's hard to explain. It's fucking gross. Um, I, uh, <laughs> oh, man. So I'm, like, scared of everything. Um, like, I'm so afraid of everything. The last time a guy went down on me, I asked him if I tasted like chicken. And he was, like, confused. He's like, no, regular pussy. Well, that makes sense. I'm a regular pussy because I'm afraid of some dumb shit. I'm afraid of tornadoes. I'm afraid of clowns. And then I saw that movie Sharknado. Now I'm afraid of clownados. We don't have the infrastructure in California to handle that. I don't know if you've noticed, we don't have enough basements. We sure as fuck don't have enough circus tents. We would all be doomed. They can fit a lot of clowns in one of those cars. <laughs> that gives me trauma. I can only imagine how many they would fit in a tornado. It'd be absolutely devastating. Um, oh man. I think I'm funny, but I don't really trust my opinion. So I'd rather other people think I'm funny. And when people laugh at me, it turns me on more than dirty talk. So I got to hit like three mics in a night to get wet. It's my end up here. Someone else is going to come up. And uh, I wish there was a way to make this happier, ending happier. But I don't have the arm strength yet to jack everyone off. I got to stop skipping arm day. <laughs> You're not the crowd that was worth it, but... <laughs> Yes, keep it going for Amy Thompson, ladies and gentlemen. All the way from Sacramento. Up next, all the way from, I don't know where she was, but obviously as far as fuck. She's all three, all three of you relate as fuck. This is the late comic block right now. Um, tying it all together, Sophia Garrow, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, guys. I'm late. Um, I, I was hanging out with my friend the other day and he and I decided to announce to me that he's hi Ian, that he's uh I didn't see you up there. That he's uh <laughs> he decided to announce to me that he's an ally uh, and pulled his jacket to the side to reveal he was wearing a shirt that said women. Just women. <laughs> I was like, Wow, I feel so seen. You know, it's like women. I've heard of them. And you should, too. <laughs> Spread the word, my man. You know, we're out there. We're out there. And we're more than just what you read about on Reddit. You know, women are real. And our labor costs less. So spread the word. Spread that word. Okay. Um, I, I've never been a big hit with the guys. Ian, you're not laughing at me. You're laughing at someone else. Uh, I want to be funny. Okay. Okay. We're back on track. <laughs> I've never been a big hit with the boys. I didn't even have my first kiss or like on a first date until after high school. Um, but when I was in school, I was put on birth control to clear up my skin. And at the time, my doctor pulled my mom aside and was like, I don't know if we should do this because if she goes on birth control, she might start sleeping around. And according to my doctor, my mom said, <laughs> it's birth control, not magic. So. <laughs> So you best believe when I did lose my virginity years later, I dedicated that shit to my pediatrician, the only person who believed I could be a whore. 
I, I know that I'm attractive because men hit on me, but I know that I'm not that attractive because of how they hit on me. No, the other day I was at a bar and this guy came up to me to tell me that I had very beautiful ears. I feel like he had to dig deep for that. Yeah, like, I'll find something. <laughs> I'll get there. Uh, I, I read this article the other day about a senior citizen who was found dead in her apartment. And at first they said she died of old age. But uh, then, upon further investigation, determined that she actually died of a stab wound to the neck. Can you imagine being that bad at your job? She's lying in a pool of her own blood. Or like, I guess that's, I guess that's just how old people die. <laughs> the intern's like, what about that knife in her neck? You want to write the report, Joel? Barely in there. Barely sticking out. I'm going to make it funny one day, I promise. Okay, I, I was reading this article uh, uh, yesterday about how to find joy in your life as an adult. And the author was saying, you know, you have to find wonder in your everyday life. And according to her, she was like, I find wonder and joy in the way that my, the light reflects off my coffee. I wish someone would have told me as a kid that that's what I had to look forward to as an adult, that I could have just killed myself, you know. I used to go to pizza parties and zoos. I used to take my boogers out and wipe them on the wall. I was living, you know. Now this is what we have to look forward to. I'm also going to make that funny one day. Not today, though. Okay. Okay, I'll just end on this one. Um, I, I read this article. I'm just reading so many fucking articles. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Kind of start my jokes a different way. Um, that they came out the very first vaccine for bees. Isn't that crazy? As if unvaccinated bees aren't bad enough. Now we have to worry about autistic bees. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, that's my time. Bye. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Keep it going. Yeah. Sophia. Oh shit, she's not even from Sacramento. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Get ready to shut the fuck up. Up next, it's Art G, ladies and gentlemen. Woo, fuck Art, woo. I thought you were gonna go to the bathroom with him. What is that? I don't know what. Okay. Take take a swig of it. Let me see. No, you take a sip. Okay. Hi guys. How you guys doing? Um, guys, I thought we were done with those Chinese spy balloons. But they just spotted one over Oakland. Did you guys hear about that? Turns out somebody broke into it and sold his catalytic converter. I need to stop doing that joke. Um, guys, this is a true story. When I was in my early 20s, I got arrested. I went to jail, and I, was, and I was on probation for like a year. It sounds really badass, but it's actually really stupid because I got arrested in San Francisco for weed. And I think I look way too white to be arrested in San Francisco for weed. I thought that'd be funny. Um... But it gets stupider because I did not get arrested by a San Francisco police officer. 
I didn't get arrested by a California Highway Patrol officer. No, I got arrested by a San Francisco State University police officer. You know how embarrassing it is getting arrested by a campus cop? It's like getting suspended by a substitute teacher. Because I did not even know they're allowed to do that. You know? Now you might think, oh, you're a dumbass. Of course, a campus cop could arrest a student for having drugs on campus. Here's the thing. I wasn't even a student. And I wasn't even on campus. I was just driving by. See, I had this Nissan Altima. I had, like, big-ass rims on it, subwoofers in the back. I was, like, blasting music, like, fucking, you know, the bass going off. And I wasn't even speeding. I didn't even break any laws. And I got pulled over because my windows were tinted the fuck out. So I think the cop must have assumed I was black, you know. And I'm saying that because when he came up to me and I rolled down the window, he was kind of taken aback. He was like, whoa. Uh, you know, but then when I read the police report, it said when I approached the defendant and rolled down the window, I was taken aback by all the weed smell. Anyways, um, what else was I going to say? Um, see, when I was driving, right, I was listening to Jay-Z. You guys know that song, 99 Problems? If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems. There you go. <laughs> great job but for those that don't know the first verse of that song is a scenario where jay-z gets pulled over by a cop while riding dirty so that's what was happening to me right so when the cop approached me he asked me do you know why i pulled you over and i remember the lyrics of the song and jay-z goes because i'm young and i'm black and my hat's real low do i look like a mind reader sir i don't know so I said just that to the cop, but like a white boy, you know, I was like, oh, geez, officer, I, sorry, I don't know why he pulled me over. Then he goes, get out of the car, I'm going to search it. Again, I remember the song, and Jay-Z said, well, my glove compartment's locked, so is the trunk in the back, and I know my rights, so you're going to need a warrant for that. So I told him, officer, you're going to need a warrant for that. Then he goes, get the fuck out of the car, I'm going to pull you out. And I just looked at him, and I said nothing, because I forgot the rest of the lyrics to the song. Okay, so that's the funny part of the story. Got it. <laughs> anyway, so he gets me out of the car. I'm in handcuffs. I'm sitting on the curb, and he calls for backup. This is how I imagine he called for backup. Probably like, hey, this is a campus cop. Uh, I've made an arrest. I'm going to need backup. And I think the cop on the other line must have been like, are you even allowed to do that? Okay. Um, guys, I work in tech, but I hate tech companies. Because they do all types of fucked up shit, and then they try to mask it by, like, a little sprinkle of, like, look how progressive we are, you know? Like, you take Apple, for example. Apple used to use child labor in Asia to manufacture their iPhones. And then they responded by making their phones more inclusive and representative, because now when we use emojis, we could pick our skin tone. How neat is that? But I kind of liked it when all the emojis were just yellow. You guys remember that? They used to be all just yellow. I liked it because we're all the same color as the kids who made the iPhones. I thought that was pretty neat. <laughs> all right, I'm done. Thank you. Bye. Keep, keep it going for art, ladies and gentlemen. And it is comment section right now. I forgot to announce that. So if there's any feedback you guys have, art, stay up there. Um, cool. Give me, Dakota. <sighs> 
I really liked the fucking the drawn out story for the uh, getting the the arrested by the campus cop. Yes. And the Jay Z shit. Uh huh. That's really dope. I just wanted to tell you I really liked how you did that. And like, if you keep playing that up, that's gonna kill every. That's gonna kill dog. I need to figure out what parts I want to do, what parts I don't want to do, because I think it's too long of a story. Dude, like that's a five-minute story. I mean, sometimes you can. I mean, that's five minutes. Like, like you could do a five-minute story. Like, there's no fucking. I yeah. mean, seriously. I mean, if you're looking long-term, you're building a. You're building 45 minutes for your future. You know what I'm saying? So don't be afraid to have a five-minute story in your bag. You I know? like that because that's what I was afraid of. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not too long of a story if it's funny. So, and I I thought it was good. You know, you can you can absolutely go and and take different. Jay Z songs, you know what I mean, and apply it to different, different, different situations entirely. You know what I mean? Or like mm. maybe not even Jay Z. Anybody, I mean, any, any song that's like popular, people really remember the lyrics to. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. So is all the other comics. Anybody else have a any any feedback? Find a microphone. That one works just fine. I think uh, to go off of what they said, it's okay to have a five-minute story, but if you feel like you need to build it up to get more laughs within that five minutes, yeah. like four minutes and 59 seconds before you get the laugh, I wouldn't recommend that. Right. right. So. Yeah, I feel like I need to punch it up on the way there. Because the lyrics part is, I think is good, but then up to that. Yeah, once you like take it to like the cop, the radioing back, I feel like you kind of, ha I don't know if you have a lot. Of, of, of meat there, right? So that's, that's finding something there for sure. I, I was just going to say, don't give up on the racist emoji joke, dude. <laughs> I'm not, I love it. Yeah, it's <laughs> so like obviously saying that Asians are yellow is racist and you should not say that. But the, the joke about the punchline being about how they're the ones making the phones is like the perfect dark joke. So I, you got to figure out how to do it without be racist because like the rest of it is like that's that's a good joke that's a good joke but the problem is you have to be racist to get to it yeah so figure out how to do it without that <laughs> uh all right that 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 joke you've been uh the about learning telemundo uh, yeah. I just want to comment that joke has been getting better. I like that you added more Spanish to it. I didn't do it today. I know. I'm just saying. So you're just commenting on comment. my jokes in general. No, okay. I didn't listen to any of your jokes. <laughs> Thanks, Spencer. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fun fact, Spencer likes that because he's the one that gave me that feedback and I'm using it. Good. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, keep it right, going for Art G. <laughs> Up next, he is the social media director for Mutiny Radio, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Texas, the one and only Dakota Price. Yes, hello everyone. Sorry, I'm I'm here to do comedy and make you laugh, right? That's what we're all here to do, make make each other laugh, do the fuddies. Uh, I've been going through a lot of like crazy shit recently. I'm not going to get into it, but it's been crazy as shit. Fucking crazy. Uh <laughs> Fucking bitches out here in SF are wild, dog. Like, I'm just saying, like, okay. I, I don't know. How, I, I went on, like, a date with a girl and ended up, like, negotiating a hostage situation yesterday, all right? Fuck this city. Uh, anyway, 
I'm having a good time. <laughs> I smoked the fattest blunt before y'all all got here. Does it still smell like weed in here? No? Sick, dude. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'll try harder. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it was a lukewarm box, not even a hot box. I heard that, Spencer. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I've been doing this new thing recently. Uh, whenever I have a bad day, you know, like the other day, uh, I, uh, I take 500 milligrams of edibles and take a nap. Yeah, I don't even wait for them to kick in. I just eat them and then I lay down and try and go to sleep as fast as possible. So they hit when I'm sleeping, you know. So I wake up and it's like a brand new day. Like literally a brand new day sometimes. Uh, no, I don't give a fuck how bad of a day you're having. If you take 500 milligrams of edibles and take a nap, you're going to wake up in a different mood. Don't know if it'll be good, but it'll be different. Uh, anybody ever uh, been too high, been too fucked up, like smoked some weed and just been tripping? And I just want you to know, this is how you know I'm too fucked up if you're smoking weed with me. I'll look at you dead in the face, I'll be like, uh, I gotta go take a shit. And then you won't see me for 45 minutes. Just know I'm in the nearest bathroom with my pants around my ankles, trash can in my lap, just... <sighs> I don't know which way it's coming out. But it's coming. Jesus? Jesus? Don't. I promise I'll quit smoking weed if you just, you know, make this go away. And then I throw up, and then I feel better, and I'm like, ah, I'll smoke another blunt. I'm fucking stupid. Uh, so I've had some really weird opinions on things, and I recently was talking about it, and I just want to talk about it with y'all. Uh, one of these things uh, is that I'm not a big fan of the elderly driving. <laughs> so... Uh, I have this idea that, you know, once you turn 65, you sh we should take away all the elderly. You sh once you turn 65, we should take away your license. But in response to that, you get to get whatever you want from the pharmacy for free. Right? Right? They're like, well, how are the, the elderly going to get places? I drive my grandma to Starbucks for some Percocets. Percocets for the elderlies, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'd spend a lot more time with Grandma if she was hooking me up with 16 ounces of codeine. Come on, Grandma, pour up. <laughs> no, legit, though, if, if, if you think about it, the average lifespan in the world is uh, 73, right? That's it, 73, guys. Sorry, Lauren. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh shit. Anyway. Uh fuck. <laughs> so that means you got seven years after you turn sixty-five, after you're the average age of retirement, sixty-five. You got seven years to have a good time. So yeah, no no licenses for the elderly, but they should get whatever they want from the, the pharmacy. I'm down for that. Uh, the other thing is I'm uh, I'm pro-choice. Uh, I'm actually I consider myself pro-abortion. Uh, <laughs> I consider myself so pro-abortion that you know I believe up to 18 years after conception. Yeah. 
So, like, do you remember when your mom or your dad be like, I brought you into this world, I can take you out. Imagine if, like, when you're born, they put, like, an IED, like, in your neck. And then, like, <laughs> like tell the day you turn 18, you know, and your mom and dad could be like, I said, do them dishes, bitch. <laughs> no. I got a kid. I could talk about this shit. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I don't even remember what I was going to say. I got pink shoes on. Woo! Anyway, give it up for Mutiny Radio and Mark Neuer. Woo! Make it loud for Dakota. Did you want feedback? Too bad. Find a microphone. I got one. I got one. Um, I like your the elderly driving joke. I felt like that was a good setup, but I didn't know where you were going. But hold on, let me start with positive feedback. You look great. Oh, you <laughs> Jesus You're very funny. You look very cute. Your hair is coming along great. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, get funnier, dude. Write <laughs> <laughs> write some jokes. No, I'm kidding. No, I th- I think the setup made made me laugh. But find like something. Yeah. Thanks. Has it? Damn it. Ooh. I didn't know that one's been done. Maybe I could do it better. Maybe I could do it better. <laughs> you got one, Lauren? Thank you guys. I'm gonna be at Taupe tomorrow. So, ooh, I'll be there. If y'all wanna see me do? I'm super excited. Anyway, love you all. Woo! Oh my God! Keep it going for Dakota Price, ladies and gentlemen. Up next, I believe we have. I love this dude's name a lot. Um, Ra- Raphael Wolfgang, ladies and gentlemen. He does want feedback, so get those notepads out. How's it going, everybody? Yes, yes. Mutiny Radio. How are we doing tonight? Um. So uh, I was watching uh, uh, The Dark Knight the other day, and uh, that shit, th- that stuff doesn't hit the same, you know. But ba- I don't really fuck with Batman anymore. Like I used to like Batman. I used to think he was cool, but like nowadays, I, I've just th- my perception of him is like really changed, right? Because everyone, like, he's a really shitty superhero. Like everyone knows he's a shitty superhero because he doesn't have powers, but he's also a shitty superhero because he doesn't actually help at all. He doesn't actually like fucking do anything about it. All he does is just show up and commit way worse crimes than the people who were fucking initially there, right? Like, just because he dresses, like, like he shops at Hot Topic and speaks in weird metaphors, it doesn't mean he's not a fucking criminal, you know? Like, there's this one scene in The Dark Knight where, like, there's an old lady walking down the street, right? And then some dude comes and grabs her purse, right, and runs away, and then Batman shows up and breaks his legs. And it's like, what the fuck, Batman? You can't just 
break a dude's fucking legs. That's like way worse. Now he, he just needed that money. Now he's like needs medical bills and shit. He's just gonna have to steal another lady's purse. I don't know. This is fucking seems a little bizarre to me. Seems pretty fucked up. And uh, and then he al- he always says some some he always says some dumb shit like someone needs to stand up for Gotham. Like Jesus, Batman. He's just fucking. <laughs> someone needs to stand up for that old lady. Shit. Take it easy, Edgar Allan Poe. Broke his fucking legs, and there's like, and then there's another scene in The Dark Knight, right? Where there's like a stalker, right? There's like there's like a lady changing in her house, and there's a stalker, right, hiding in her yard in the bushes, right? And he's all jerking off and getting weird, and then Batman just shows up and sticks a dildo in his ass. It's like, whoa, Batman! Like, what the fuck are you doing, my man? Jesus Christ! And he's like, sometimes you have to fight fire with fire. Like, no, I think you just rape a guy, Batman. Two rapes don't make a right. Jesus Christ, man. Unless you're into that, I guess. Okay, so none of this stuff is good. <laughs> um, so uh, I was um, I was pooping in a public toilet a little while ago, and uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. Really tough situation. It was uh, 20 minutes ago. Uh, dude, <laughs> I hate pooping in a public toilet. I hate it. I I hate it. I hate pooping in public. But as bad as pooping in public is, I would much rather poop in public than poop in a public toilet. <laughs> And um, I was pooping, so I was pooping in this toilet, and something really fucked up happened to me. Uh, I went to go flush the toilet, and the water just dribbled down, like, out of the toilet slowly, like an old Roman fountain, you know what I mean? Like, just enough water to just make the turds spin in circles. It, like, doesn't even really fucking angle down and go down. It's just spinning around in circles. Fucking horrible situation. I was horrified. I was mortified. Because you can't just leave a turd in the toilet. So I tried again, but I, like fucking did it harder, you know, like I'm revving a lawnmower thinking that that'll fucking do it. It didn't help at all. Um, and I was just like, well, fuck, dude, like I can't, in my head, I'm like, I can't leave until I do, but it's not good. So I'm like, I'm just here forever. This is it. This is my life now. I just get to live in the bathroom just watching this fucking tall boy-sized turd spin in circles in the toilet. Um, and then I heard someone knock on the door. And uh, it turns out it's pretty hard to kill yourself by drowning yourself when there's a turd in the toilet. Um, Anyway, guys, that's my time. My name is Raphael Wolfgang. Thank you.
I think if you wanted to do it, you could. You just got to make it shorter. Like, because if we're sitting around thinking that you actually were in a public toilet, like, we're going to forget the part where there's, like, a punchline that's supposed to happen. So if you're just, like, you just got to be like, I hate pooping in public. One example. I'd rather just get right to the punchline because the main punchline is the reveal, right? If it goes too long, then the people are going to, we're going to be like, well, I like we're gonna like just disassociate. So yeah. I think if you just get it quicker, I think it can work. So okay. don't give up on it. Yeah. Just build in. Just build in what uh, Ian said. Yeah. Just like like just trim the fat. You know, um, like the Batman joke. Everything's already there. There's just you just used a lot of words. I mean, you can probably just boil it down to like, what the hell, Batman? You stop burglary with assault. You know, it's just much more concise. And that way, it, then you're also reflecting on police brutality, and then that way you're speaking truth to power, which is the most important part of comedy. <laughs> Um, that was good, man. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Wolf Gang, 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 Hella Gang shit, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of Hella Gang shit, the one and only Harvey, not Weinstein. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. God bless you. So, I was at Planned Parenthood earlier, just hanging out, not because I have chlamydia, I have chlamydia, but that's not why I was at Planned Parenthood. You know what, the antibiotics they give me, way more than chlamydia has ever made my body. I'm just going to keep it, my body, my choice, after all, don't worry, I'm going to be a whole set about STDs. Abortion, too. If that makes you uncomfortable, that's okay. Because my mom tried to kill herself, and that's like an abortion once removed. So I have the pass. So in the lobby, they're about to
Hey, uh, yeah. do me a favor. We, we plug the that microphone in. I think it was unplugged. Yeah, there you go. Try that other one. Hello. Again. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, but that 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 was really that was really dope. Uh, uh, who's who's gonna give some feedback? We, Just one thing, real quick. Did the kids hold the rope? I think I think you might really got something with comparing uh, choosing to have a kid with fruit and vegetables or fruits or whatever. I think you might got some potential there. But also, uh, I like I like the the idea of you blaming yourself for all the moms dying. That shit kind of sucks. Um, I got kind of lost in the banana metaphor. Um. Also, brown brown syndrome like brown syndrome is a weird term. Yeah, without context. I I like it's not a I don't it's not a terrible metaphor. I just think you need to flesh it out a little bit, and that's not that's not a banana pun. One sec, so we're just gonna get a good mic test going real quick. Why haven't you seen Mic check one, two. Is that, that sounds good. All right, good. This is done. It said, we're tired of your shit jokes. No more. This mic will have no more. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a cool kid. He's been doing it for a minute. I like him. I like his smile. Nice, good, good, hearty smile on him, ladies and gentlemen. Not a big fan of his name, but it's okay. We'll work on it. GD, ladies and gentlemen. As I realize, no matter how hard I grind, I can never become a successful woman. Nobody is celebrating man's success anymore. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I worked my ass off for half a decade after some 17 rejections came to the States all the way from India. No respect. My sister drove a car for half a mile without hitting her pedestrian. Everybody is praising her. Strong and talented woman. It was 3 in the morning. There was nobody on the road. And the car was a toy car being remote controlled by a father. And she was asleep. I'm turning 29 soon. I think I need a marriage. The only reason why I want to get married is finding a roommate is so difficult. <laughs> and the rents are high. I'm trying to find a wife. Put a public post on Facebook. Many husbands offered me theirs. Someone commented, can you come Saturday morning, pick her up? Make her her roommate. 
make her your roommate. Fuck. <laughs> mm. I'm on the hunt, man. I'm on marriage app. Ah. You heard it correctly. Marriage app. How it happened to me. The problem is, many of these profiles are made by the girls' fathers. No. I mean, would you like your father to create a dating profile? Select the photos, write a bio. Some bio, I, I stumbled upon a profile and bio said, Thanks for visiting the profile of my daughter. This line is enough for me to go back, by the way. But I read further. She is well-educated and career-oriented girl. We are looking for a well-settled and caring boy. I was like, how about a kind of settled and sometimes caring boy, but good in bed? <laughs> I bet she would be okay with that. Last line says, please contact us if interested. Do you need a son-in-law or a salesman at Safeway? Does your daughter even know you stole some photos from her Instagram and created her profile? It troubles me, actually. Guys, fathers creating the profiles of their daughter. Because I have respect for this thing called consent. <laughs> if your daughter really wants to marry, let her find one herself, you know? The only difference between you and a pimp is pimps don't care if I'm well settled or caring. I've had my own shares of reservations when it comes to because I'm scared of this word called husband, like senior operations manager, good, CEO, doable. Husband, I have nightmares, like one day one girl will be introducing me like he's my husband and everybody will look at me with expectations. Does he take care of her? Does he look after her? Is he good in bed? Like things like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was my time, guys. You go ahead. Um, when you were talking about her father setting up the dating profile, uh, you could do like a callback. You could be like, oh, she's educated, blah, blah, blah. She's a good driver. She hit no pedestrians at 3 a.m. That's a great feedback, man. Yeah. Um, here's my thing with the, um, uh, the, it's a funny joke, uh, finding a wife because uh, you don't want to find a roommate. Uh, I think you could do more examples of things that you would normally um, have problems with a roommate that y if you're married to them, like, ah, she can't complain if I steal her milk. It's our milk. You know, that's, or stuff That's a good joke. Stuff like that. I think yeah. you could build into that joke because it was a funny premise. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I have a question. Uh, and maybe, I, I don't know, maybe I just wasn't paying close enough attention, but was this like a, um, like a, like an arranged situation website? Like where they set you yeah, up? The, the, yeah, the, the, the parents set you up. That's what you're talking about? Okay. Yeah, buddy, is that what you just said to me? <laughs> no, no, I said yes, because in India, like, yes, I love you. Yeah. Unlike you're, here. 
You're awesome. Just keep writing and keep getting on stage. I really don't have no. I have, I, I don't know what to say to I you. Got one more. You're, you got something great. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, when you were talking about uh, her dad, like running the dating apps, like you just set it up in a way that you fell in love with her dad. Talking to him. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. That's good, man. That that's your job, but that's good. Take it. I'ma steal it. Got some feedback, anybody else? No one? All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, keep it going for GD. Uh, well, up next, uh, Mutiny Radio favorite, ladies and gentlemen, Colin Brom. Thank you. Um, I'm also flirting with an old Indian man. He's not particularly hot, and the sex isn't particularly good. It's more out of convenience. The store is right on the corner. <laughs> now, I don't mean to brag, but I have recently been described as a prime customer. Went to Whole Foods. Um, I'm thinking about my mom lately. My mom, she, it's so upsetting. She has to deal with the reality of her favorite child. Of She has to deal with the reality of being her favorite child's least favorite parent. I don't like my dad much either. But my mom was a cold woman. Cold, cold woman. I remember one morning I came down the stairs. I said, good morning. She said, not anymore. One day I came home from school, came in through the front door. She said, thank God you're here. We're almost out of time. I said, what do you mean? She said, oh, I thought you were the locksmith. She was cold and she was sour. When I was a baby, I didn't get breast milk. I got frozen yogurt. I, I lucked out because I got vanilla. My brother got chocolate. Poor kid. Remember when I came out to my mom, she said, Colin, this doesn't change anything. I still don't love you. <laughs> my dad wasn't much better. He didn't want to have anything to do with me. One time I was so excited because he told me to go to the yard. He wanted to throw, throw a ball. He picked up a bowling ball. All right. These are, these are actually very funny. I hope you know that. <laughs> My dad is, um, can't stand him. He's turning 65 this year, 65. Can you believe that? They want to throw a big party, and because I'm in comedy, they want me to be the one that finds the entertainer. <laughs> 500 bucks will get you Alec Baldwin. Actually, I did, I did have a recent uh, sudden conversation with my dad recently um, on the phone. I had no idea he got a job at the suicide hotline. The only time in my life he told me I had a good idea. <laughs> um, uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not distant from everyone in my family. My brother is here. He's not in here. He's outside. He's got a sock full of nickels. Hit me over the head with. All right. <coughs> I don't like nickels. They're my second least favorite coin after uh, pennies. I hate pennies because it's too much metal for so little value. I have a friend. He's a Republican, and he hates pennies too because they're the brown ones. All right. Harry Potter. <laughs> I grew up in the Harry Potter boom, and all the kids were so spoiled. They wanted to be just like Harry Potter. They wanted to be a Gryffindor with an Imbus 2000 and to be the winner of the Tri-Wizard Cup, I would have settled for dead parents. 
Harry Potter is the biggest chump of modern literary history. Twelve pages into the first book, he learns that he has piles of gold coins and still goes to school. If that had been me in that vault at Gringotts, I would have said, Hagrid, tell Dumbledore thanks, but no thanks. Here's a hundred gold galleons. I don't need the school of magical tricks. I'm going to do a trick of my own. I'm going to turn this pile of gold into a slightly bigger pile of cocaine, which is the real magic. And I take the rest of my gold, and I bring it to a real bank, get an Amex Platinum, and buy myself a beach house in Mykonos, head down there with Victor Crumb, Coke all day and cock all night. And you know what they'd call me? The fuck boy who lived. Uh. I always thought I was open-minded until I bought a jacket with the zipper on the wrong side. The left has gone too far. Okay. Um, I'm going to go kill myself. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Live stream it. No, you gotta live stream it. Get those views. We could have been Oh, big emoji. Drop Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think you're fucking ready. The best in the business, right next to Lauren Kraut. Oh my God, the best improv you'll ever see. The sexiest man alive, voted three years in a row by my penis. Spitzer Divine! I'm out of shape. I can't even be excited for like a minute. It's too much. Um, you notice how when someone asks you if you're ticklish, like they've already made up their mind. If they're not, they're, they're, there's no like getting out of that. They're like, I'm going to tickle you and I want a little bit of warning out of what to expect. Uh, but uh, I, the thing is, I'm not ticklish, but I do react violently when people touch me, and I don't want them to. <laughs> so I'm going like, ah, and they're like, oh, you're ticklish. And it's like, no, I'm just uncomfortable with personal connections. Uh, no, don't, stop. Uh, I'm, uh, I smoke a lot of weed, so um, I'm really good at watching some of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, uh, I just don't want to look dumb, okay? Because I know the plots to a lot of movies, but sometimes you, you, know, you blank out uh, on what the name of the movie is. You're like, oh, it's the one with the... I, don't, I just don't want to do that someday with like a movie that's really obvious. It's like, oh, okay, so Liam Neeson, okay? So he has a particular set of skills, okay? And... His wife and his daughter are fine, and then they're, um... Okay, so they're, they're fine, and then they're ki kidnapped? No. Absconded? Uh, no, 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 no. 
It's like okay, so there's a movie with Brad Pitt, okay, and they're not they're in the okay, so it's then they start this Fight Club, okay, and they're not supposed to talk about the Fight Club in the movie, you know. So okay, so there's this boat, okay, and there's this giant shark, okay, and he bites onto the boat with his um, mandibles, you know. You guys get it? Okay, so I was, um, I'm generally in a pretty good mood, and people are like, Spencer, what is the secret to And I'm like, you just gotta appreciate the little things, you know? Like, I was on the bus, and I saw a fist fight that led to blood. And then I was walking here, and I saw a lizard just hanging out at night. Equal levels of excitement for me, okay? Like, uh, that fight was great, but lizards don't come out at night, y'all. That's super weird. And I was just walking along, and I walk up to him. He's just chilling, you know, and I'm just like, what's up, little lizard dude? And he's like, I don't have the natural instincts to run away. And then we were best friends. Uh, but you got you to gotta really look at the little things. Uh, I shop in the 10-item or less lane. Uh, because I'm a professional uh, with serious ambition. Uh, there's layers in the grocery store as far as seriousness. You know, you're on, so you have your profession, and then you have your self checkout. Okay, self checkout, recreational, improvisational shopping. Okay, do whatever you fucking want. Check some stuff in. Don't check some stuff in. There's a pa- child rolling in a pile of fun dip. There's a small fire. Put in Hot Pockets as bananas. There's no aisle numbers. There's no rules. And then you have your middle aisles, and that's what I like to call the you had no other option, okay? You have a family, or you need to buy booze or something, okay? You wouldn't be there if you didn't have to be there. If you could check out beer and self-checkout, you would be there. Uh, And then... We have aisle fucking number one, okay? And don't fuck around. People are like, Spencer, you should be cool if someone has uh, 10, if they have like 11 items, just be chill about it. Fuck that, okay? I don't even have anywhere to be. But I made a decision to be in this aisle, and you did. If you made a wrong turn out of produce and you're here unprepared, I'm sorry. You came out, you're in the Thunderdome, and you don't have a weapon. Uh, I'm so serious. I will snipe you out of that line if you're not prepared. I'll be like, excuse me, this sir, he has uh, more than 10 items. And he's like, I just have grapes. Yeah. Grapes. Okay, how many sunflower seeds you got there? A fucking thousand? (laughs) Move over to aisle number two. You weren't ready. Okay. Um, no, that's pretty much it. That's all I wanted to do. Thank you. Keep it going for Spencer Divine, ladies and gentlemen. We have three comics left. I have a sandwich in my mouth. Um, your next comic is he still here? Langlands. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, make it loud for Ian Langland. Thank you, everybody.
Thank you all for being here. Mark said he'd put me up early, and he lied, so that's good. I love you, Mark. Okay, anyway, let's get to it. I am, uh, <laughs> what is he going to do? I, I, I live in San Francisco, and I have two roommates. Both of them are lesbians, which is good. It's true. They are lesbians. And every dude I tell that though to, they're like, wow, that must be so hot. Uh, it's not that hot when one of them is your sister. So it's doesn't really work the same. But it is interesting, you know. I, I, do, I live with my sister and her girlfriend, and I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot about people that see the world differently than I do. Like, I learned this cool thing about lesbians. I don't know if you guys knew this, but they're really mean to their younger brothers. Did you guys know that? <laughs> they're so fucking mean. <laughs> Dude, and I don't know if you guys have ever gotten into an argument with two lesbians, but they do not hold back, okay? They are a rude, rude group. And it really upsets me. It upsets me when me and my sister fight because I feel like the straight man and the lesbian, we should really get along. We have so much in common, but we don't get along because we're natural competitors, you know? We want the same things. We're hunting for the same prize. We can't be friends, right? And the truth is, guys, lesbians are going to win that battle nine times out of ten, okay? The only thing me, a man, has to offer over a lesbian, you can buy a version of at the store, right? I can't just go into good vibrations and be like, do you guys have any uh, pocket pussies that help you feel empathy? Because I'll take a couple of those. That would be great. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm learning about myself, and I'm learning that I, I feel like I'm too easily trusted. There's something about me. I think it's my boyish charm that makes me so easily trusted, and it's, it's too much sometimes. I learn things about people I never wanted to know. One time I was working and we got this new guy and we were getting something explained to us by a female coworker and the moment she walked away, he turned to me and he goes, hey man, between you and me, I'd tap that. Uh-oh. You should have kept that between you and you, my friend. <laughs> I don't want to know that. Look, I'd tap that too, but these are things we keep to ourselves. Okay? I don't want to know. I'm, t I just, I'm too easily trusted. I don't, I don't get it. It happens everywhere. You guys know how many women will leave me their drink when they go to use the bathroom at the bar? Too many, I would say. They don't know me. They don't know where I've been, okay? I've got an edge that people don't know about. No, it's, they're totally right to leave the drink with me. I'm going to protect it with my fucking life, okay? <laughs> I will. The worst thing I'm going to do, I might drop an Alka-Seltzer in there for tummy hurts, but that's about <laughs> the extent of what I would do. <laughs> Thank you. You guys uh, you guys believe in manifesting? Do you guys think manifesting works? Yes, no, yeah. I, uh, I, I don't believe it because the only people that advocate for it are just the hottest women I've ever seen. <laughs> it's really hard to take what they say as truth, you know, because, you know, they get all these free drinks and they're like, oh, my God, the universe must love me. But it doesn't work. It doesn't work like that for the rest of us, you know. I've got this friend, this beautiful woman. She's always trying to get me into manifesting. She's like, Ian, you got to do it. You got to get into it. But also, she has a bunch of problems that are not solved. So it's hard to believe. You know, she's got credit card debt and IBS. I feel like you can't manifest some fiber or something, Sarah. 
That's how I'm going to end. I thought that was so good in my head. Okay, that's all I got. Thank you. Gentlemen, keep it going for Ian Langlands. Uh, I did not tell him I'd get him up early. I said I got you, which are two entirely different statements. Um, but I'm sorry for making you wait. And uh, if you want, I'll lick your butt. Just tell me how much you have in your wallet. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, as always, you can always bribe me for earlier stage time. I take a lot of different things as bribes. So cigarettes, money, preferably. But please, uh, your next comment gave me $5,000. So uh, Devontae Coleman, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, how y'all doing? Ooh. Ooh, did you just boo me, Kyle? That's crazy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't really like the police. Like I, I don't like the police as a system, but I don't have a problem with the individual police officers. Most of them are just niggas with bills. Oh uh, yeah, I do I do find black police officers to be very interesting. Like why are you doing that? Like being a vegan that works at KFC. You can try to change the system, but good luck. Oh yeah, I've been around cancer a lot. Oh yeah, when I was younger, I had a friend who had cancer, um, and he was in the Make a Wish program. And this is when I found out he was a selfish individual because I thought we were all getting bikes, but he decided that his wish was for a trip to Disney. He didn't even take his family. He went to Disney by himself. Also found out they give old people. Oh, they have a similar program for old people, but they're not called wishes. It's called the final dream. My grandmother was in this program, and uh, I don't think she used it correctly. She said she said her dream was for everybody to be happy and healthy. I could have a boat right now. Uh, yeah, I've been around cancer a lot, so I've been. I have to take my health kind of seriously. Runs in the family now. Yeah, I have to go to the doctor a lot. I don't like going to the doctor because he's always super negative. He told me I have to change some things about my life because I'm pre-diabetic. This didn't really move me because technically everybody without diabetes is pre-diabetic. <laughs> like, I'm a bit better than pre-diabetic. I'm, I'm an up-and-coming diabetic. If health wasn't enough, I'm proof that bullying works. Recently stopped wearing skinny jeans because one of the homies told me I was getting thick as fuck. I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but I know I don't like that as fuck fart. Seems excessive. What else do we going to work on? Oh yeah, I've been thinking about suicide a lot lately. I'm not depressed. I think about suicide the same way I think about going on vacation. Like I would, but where would I go? Yeah, the main thing stopping me is scheduling conflicts. Because I really want to take my friends with me. <laughs> I don't think it's fair that we judge men based on the sex toys that they buy. But I do think that it makes sense. I went to a sex shop recently. Research. Um, I went straight to the animatronic section. They have this sex toy. It's called the Bobbler. It's just this head on a lever that moves like this. Makes unnecessary amounts of noises. This isn't a sex toy you can use. You gotta like store this in your trunk. 
Only time you can really use it is if you schedule a day out of town where you book a hotel with a fake name where nobody can see you. So Devontre Coleman may or may not be in Bakersfield. What else do I got? Oh, a friend of mine recently asked me if I've ever considered getting inserts for my shoes. Unwarranted. We weren't talking about height. Like, I'm 5'7". Okay, I expected some platform people for that. I figured 5'7 is like the hero's height. The one, the one bad thing about uh being 5'7 is that it makes me nervous around 8th graders. Because I'm not... <laughs> I'm not 100% confident that I can beat them in, like, competitions of athleticism. Cool. Thank you. I've been Devontre Coleman. Give it up for your host. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Keep it going for Devontre Coleman. Are you guys ready for your final comic of the night? No? Jack Ferguson, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just playing. <laughs> Kyle Morrissey. the box no stupid it's I'm, a, I'm the man in the box nope i'm trans all right <laughs> <laughs> fucking retards you don't think i've planned this is this live whoops say it again um chinese new year was just celebrated a couple uh, a little over a month ago and i went to chinatown to watch the celebration it was amazing. They lit thousands of these Chinese lanterns and then they let them float up into the sky. One of the most beautiful things I've ever seen, just thousands of Chinese lanterns floating away. And then a couple months later, a couple weeks a couple weeks later the United States government starts shooting them down over Alaska, Montana. There's fucking stumbled over that one. Um there are I've never I've never met I've never met a female conspiracy theorist. Um I I I if we it bums me out. If there were if women were conspiracy theorists, there would be no more conspiracies. They would f they would find everything. They would just be going, sneaking through text messages, just like, holy shit, he did do 9-11. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. I uh, I argue I argue with uh, my my wife sometimes, and um, she'll she'll usually. Uh, here's the thing: when you're arguing with someone of another gender, I feel like that dynamic. There's always going to be kind of a dynamic there. But fortunately, I feel like it's easier than ever to meet in the middle. Um, my 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 wife, whenever we're arguing, sometimes she will use this excuse. She goes, it, and it's supposed to be like the trump card, where she goes like, oh, you know what? You try being a woman for one day. I don't think that's rhetorical anymore. I it's two thousand it's two thousand twenty three. Like I know a doctor. Like I you, you don't think I'll get a sex change to win an argument? I am I'm petty. I'm petty. Next time you're like, you know what, it's my time of the month. I'll be like, no, it's our time of the month, okay? We're synced up. And you know what, I still feel good enough to carry these groceries in. So, anyways. <sighs> Sometimes I feel attracted to uh, other people. Um, and it's gotten so bad lately that I actually uh, started seeing a new therapist, which has been super helpful because the sexual attention has been amazing. Um, I... Okay, cool. I'll just do the next one. We're good. That's fine. That doesn't need any more work. Seeing a new therapist. Sexual tension's great. His name's Gabriel. All right. Um, I don't know, dude. Um, 
I, uh, I, some of you have probably heard my bit about, um, feeling impulses, like feeling the urge to like kiss a dude and how it's the same as like my impulse to grab a cop's gun where it's like, I'm not, I'm just scared that I'm going to do it, you know, cause I realize I could, uh, it comes from like a weird feeling that I don't know. It, I, I, I like the idea of coming across as weird. I like making people uncomfortable and I think it's a good way to get out of, I, I think it's a good way to get out of bad dates. I do. If I, I used to deliberately just come across as a pathetic coward to get out of dates because I feel like that's the most respectful way to do it because you're giving her the decision to, to choose. I don't want to see this guy anymore. And and I don't even mean like I, I don't even mean like someone would try to take our wallets and I wouldn't do anything and just let him. I mean, like like a like a like a rat would run across the street and I would be the one who's just like, ah, just scream like a little bitch. I want I want to give them the option to try to ignore the fact that I just came across as a huge pussy, but deep down they're like, no, that was a real turnoff. That I'm not I'm not gonna be able to get over that. Anybody relate to that? <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Did you honk the horn, man? I can't believe I waited for this whole thing, man. All right, I'll, I'll, I'm done. Oh, man. <laughs>